0: Hello everyone, and welcome to DCOM Central, where two childhood best friends review, reflect, and poke fun at the Disney Channel original movies that they grew up with, and maybe more recent ones, but who knows how far we'll go.
1: Well, we are backtracking again just a bit, Michael, because I realized there was another 2001 sports movie that I adored as a young one, Motocrossed, which up until two seconds ago, I thought was pronounced Motocrossed. Motocrossed.
0: Yeah, motocrossed, motocrossed, it's all the same to me.
1: Did not know there was no extra R. That's
0: okay, though, now you know.
1: Yeah, very confused. Now I know. I mean, it was a long time ago, so I've been missing, messing up for a long time. As long as February 16th, 2001, when the movie came out, I suppose.
0: I have very, very few memories of this movie. Only, uh, most of the memories I have of this movie are of me not watching it when it was on. <laughs>
1: I really liked this movie as a kid. I just uh, messed up the title frequently, I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah. well, you know, it shows a sign of growth that you now know how to pronounce it correctly.
1: Uh, I sure hope so. But Michael, um, this makes two DCOMs in a row with a full set of parents. And I finally did my decom parent deep dive statistics. You know, people always talk about how Disney movies are notorious for killing off parents. And I wanted to do stats on that from the decom side. Ooh Yes, so it turns out I was wrong to assume that most decoms were missing a parent. Huh. Turns out sixty five percent of decoms have both parents alive thirty four percent have just one parent, and one I left is undefined because i d- I really just couldn't tell.
0: Yeah, it's hard to tell if the dad if the man from uh the you shaggy dog or whatever what's that movie called? <laughs> you lucky dog. Uh, it's hard to tell if, the, I think I called it Shaggy Dog when we reviewed it, um, but it's hard to tell if the grown man from You, you Lucky Dog uh, has, has parents at home.
1: Yes, exactly. So 17% have just the mom and 16% have just the dad. I didn't find anyone with zero parents. I, mean, I didn't count You Lucky Dog as zero parents because it wasn't confirmed.
0: Unconfir- undetermined. Th-
1: yeah. Now this is not an exact science for I have not seen all the decums just yet. This is based on IMBD and Wikipedia, and I know, Michael, Wikipedia is not super reliable, but who would lie about decom plots?
0: Yeah, I could go into Wikipedia and just change the name of You Lucky Dog to You Shaggy Dog like I keep trying to on this podcast.
1: (laughs) I mean, you could, but why would you?
0: Yeah, lead some people astray.
1: Also, to be more specific, out of all the movies we watched, including today's, 62% have both parents living and 38% of only one. So once again, wrong to assume there were less movies with both living parents. I guess those just stood out to me more.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess it's an easy way to add some gravity to a character, right? Yeah. But thanks for those statistics, Kelly. I mean, you you're you really, uh, thank you for your service. I appreciate that. I just
1: was super curious and I needed to know. And then I needed to tell the public as soon as I figured it out. But you know, I can't wait for your decom dad tier list, Michael.
0: Decom Dad tier list. It, it's it's on its way, but it would have been a real shame if I had put that tier list out before this movie. Uh, I think we, okay. we're we're Fair. about to add a new tier to the Decom Dad's tier list.
1: Possibly. Well, enough of the math and statistics, Michael. I would really appreciate your summary, so we can actually focus on the movie that I mispronounced earlier.
0: That's all right. Motocross is the story of a girl who impersonated her brother to participate in motocross races after he finds himself unable to compete due to an accident. While we watch Andrea, or Andy, hone her riding skills to be a serious competitor on the track, this movie also serves as proof that if you're a sexist asshole, your actions only grow more distasteful with time. Can Andrea beat the odds and prove that there is literally no reason why a girl shouldn't be able to participate in a driving sport? (laughs) Kelly? You're going to have to tell us because now we're going to watch Motocross.
1: Yes, we are. Yes, we are. And right before we watch it, I need to give you the fun facts real quick. Ooh. So this is the 26th decom. It was filmed in California for once and not some place out of the country. Also, this one really surprised me. This movie is loosely based on a William Shakespeare play called The Twelfth Night.
0: When I read that fact, I was like,
1: What? <laughs> It's about twins getting separated in a shipwreck, and the girl twin disguises herself as her brother and falls in love with some dude. So, yeah, that does happen.
0: All right, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it is a loose adaptation.
1: Yes, and apparently this or the play later inspired the Amanda Bynes movie, She's the Man, from 2006, which I also enjoyed.
0: Now, between this movie and that movie, I do see the those parallels there.
1: Yes, and the twins the movie are not twins in real life, and are not at all related. In case anyone was wondering.
0: yeah, I, I, They looked kinda similar, but I, I didn't think they were twins, honestly.
1: <laughs> I mean, they could be fraternal twins, but they're just not. They're not, not related at all.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you.
1: Alright, finally, the plot. We begin with upbeat rock music playing as we see the initial differences between the two twin siblings. Andrew is motocross racing, while Andrea is cheerleading. Wow, I just noticed the names are only one letter off at the end. <laughs> Classic TV movie twin
0: naming right there. I'm sure that was never confusing. <laughs> the
1: the mom is at Andrea's cheer meet with a bunch of other blonde moms, while dad is in the background watching Andrew practice in their very own motocross track.
0: It's a lot of digging to make that thing.
1: Yeah, the close location may be convenient, but that would suck to have like no green around no green outside your house, just tons and tons of dirt. Ugh.
0: Yeah, also imagine just losing it one time around a corner and just going face first into your wall.
1: I mean, it's the backyard, so it's not going to be that close. Just saying, like, all the dirt just, like, flying everywhere. So Andrea comes home with her first place trophy, and Andrew falls off his bike riding past her. Their dad is annoyed by this distraction, Instead of so instead of congratulating his daughter... He wants Andrew to get back to work and focus on winning to get a sponsorship.
0: Off the bat, hate this dad.
1: Yeah, your daughter just came back with a trophy, and you're like yelling at your son for getting distracted and falling while looking at the trophy.
0: Yeah, I mean, honestly, this dad started off low.
1: (laughs) Mom asked dad if they have another son, and that's when I remembered, Michael, that they did have another son. Yes. Young brother Jason is working on auto parts, and is everyone in this family talented? I guess except the parents who force their children to be talented.
0: Yeah, it seems like it. Jason is one of my favorite characters in this movie. He's awesome. He's great. He's got some wit on him. I like that.
1: Yeah. At family dinner, father insists Andrew practice every day if he wants to win it big. Sounds like he's gonna push him too hard and then get injured.
0: Hmm. Already pushing him hard. I mean, just again, the opening scene, he was like, he was scolding him, and I get it. You know, he's also his, he's dad, but he's also coach. But I mean. His coaching is a bit intense, and the schedule is insane. Yeah,
1: I'm up for practicing a lot. But there's a thing called over-practicing, and that I am not for. Sometimes you need to rest your mind and body, you know?
0: And important to note that he says he has to practice every day here. He, he says, he just says you have to practice every day. Important note. It'll come back later.
1: Okay. Anyway, mom later tells the kids that her and her dad will be in the city all day. So I guess the fact that she said that means that they live far from the city? And... I guess the father suddenly trusts his son to practice on his own, and I, he, like he kind of does. Without parental supervision, Andrea joins him on the track as the two race. I also just noticed they have a pool in their backyard, so I don't understand how it stays clean with all that dirt everywhere. Like There's no screen or anything. It's just, it's just all by the dirt.
0: That pool would not be blue.
1: <laughs> not at all. So, you know, Michael, the good thing about making a motocross movie is you can easily hide the actor behind the giant helmet and replace them with a professional. For Sure. Because I, I sure doubt the actors spent hours training for this movie to do motocross since it's pretty dangerous.
0: Yeah, pretty hard to believe. But, but, not impossible to believe because would you believe Andrea, the, the actress who plays Andrea, has been in other motocross movies after this?
1: I did not know that.
0: Yeah, so it's either like she got typecast as the female motocross driver, or she can actually do it. Who knows?
1: Oh, well, I didn't find any fun facts about her being a professional.
0: Yeah, I feel like she fell off the face of the earth after these.
1: Anyway, speaking of dangerous, as I previously mentioned, that motocross is, Andrew had a bad fall through a fence and broke his leg while him and his twin sister were racing.
0: Oh no, how could he get hurt while doing a very dangerous driving sport?
1: I don't know. The father is, of course, upset, but it's more, on the whole, it's too dangerous for my daughter to motocross than scolding his son who just broke his leg. He's already on to the next rider and is flying all the way to Europe to find a replacement for Andrew. Jeez, that's a long journey, and he should just train his daughter for free instead, but
0: whatever. He really should, but also, I believe here is where he said that uh, th- that, that the kids said, you told me to practice every day. And then dad goes with my supervision. And I'm like, no, 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 sir. You said practice every day. You never said <laughs> with my supervision. All right. So dad, come on, get your story straight. And I, I, am I already hate you. Don't make me hate you more. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, exactly. He did practice. I just happened to bring his sister with him.
0: Mm -hmm. and then the the scene where he's like departing like when he's going to europe the the way this dad speaks every time every line he delivers makes me hate him more his signature line at the end of everything that he says is like okay okay like he's like like he's trying to convince you that he's right all the time and i i could like every single time this dad spoke i i hated him
1: oh yes i do hate him very much especially this line that i believe was used in promotional material which is I guess before he leaves for Europe, he says, I want you to start concentrating on things that a 15-year-old girl should be concentrating on. He says that to his uh, daughter, Andrea. Gosh, I hate mm-hmm. that line. She doesn't need to concentrate on gender norms, just whatever makes her happy.
0: Like, it's just everything surrounding, like, the, the dad discussing the-, the his daughter in this situation. I-, I can't stand it.
1: Yeah. The next day or so, the movie further dates itself when Andrea freaks out over her... And sync tickets, but also the fact that the tickets came in the mail. That's wild, Michael.
0: When I heard the name NSYNC, I got like transported back in time for a second.
1: <laughs> also, the home phone she uses has an antenna,
0: so. You know we're in the Stone Age.
1: <laughs> also, there's a letter in the mail stating that the motocross race has moved up to this Saturday, and Andrew's like, wow, how random is that? Yeah, Andrew, it does seem awfully random and not a way to get the plot rolling at all.
0: Yeah, how incredibly convenient. Oh, the, the weekend this kid hurts himself is the weekend that they moved the thing to.
1: The next weekend.
0: Yeah, you know what I mean. When he's hurt. Yeah.
1: Everyone is really stressed because if you miss the race, that's it. So uh, that's it for you. And dad is in Europe and can't possibly make it back in time. You know, because Europe is super far away.
0: Yeah, and this is before the age of cell phones that were widely available, you know, so there's no way to contact this man.
1: Yeah, he's not at the hotel room, too bad.
0: Yep, no way to track him.
1: (laughs) And he's not going to, you know, just call his family every night just to check in? Nope.
0: Of course not. Nope. He's off in Europe. Yep. You think this is a man that cares about his family?
1: Apparently not.
0: (laughs) Sure don't seem like it.
1: So, Andreas has a really dramatic line. Here I am reveling in this epic sync moment when our entire family unit is crumbling beneath us. I mean, is your family really falling apart just because Andrew can't race?
0: <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, Andrea thinks it's up to her to fix things because Andrew wouldn't have broken his leg if they weren't racing together. I mean, he probably he could have easily broken it himself, practicing
0: alone. Clearly all Andrea's fault.
1: So she, she wants to take his place in the race and Andrew thinks she can, she can do it Except for the fact that she's a chick and the guys would do anything to beat her. Well, that just sounds like fragile masculinity to me.
0: Yeah, once again, it's a sport that revolves around using a machine to move around. I don't think gender plays a role here, other than uh, mental games.
1: Well, men like to say that women are bad drivers, so... (laughs) Cut to some race practice thingy where the guys watch Andrea drink some water so the movie has an excuse to show her without a helmet aka to show she's a girl, so the guys can mock her going up against them. They have some race practice thing with a few obvious cuts of the actress behind a green screen to show her eyes behind the helmet looking nervous. And then the guys knock her off the path so she she falls.
0: I don't understand this. I really don't understand this. Female playing sport that I swear only men are tough enough to do. Let me push her off the track, surely causing an injury.
1: Yeah, it's just... It's so childish, it's so childish, and like, one guy even stops to shake his head, says the word chicks, then rides off, causing dirt to fall over her. The men in this movie suck.
0: This was awful, awful, awful.
1: They're just like, wow, she's doing something dangerous, let's uh make it more dangerous for her by hurting her.
0: Let's do exactly what it is that we're uh arguing women shouldn't do the sports for, you know? Like, they're fragile. Let me show her how fragile.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, classic decon background music plays. On a as loop. As Andrea tries to sneak back home. Yeah, on a loop. As she tries to sneak back home with her dirty bike uniform. Her mom stops her and asks what she's doing. And she says she's donating clothes to the poor. Good save, I guess.
0: Ever the philanthropist she is. <laughs>
1: Later at family dinner, Andrea fails to cover up the road burn on her road burn on her arm, and Mom wants to know if she got that before or after she took clothes to the, those poor underprivileged motocross racers.
0: <laughs> Clearly, she wasn't being sneaky enough.
1: No, Mom's not stupid. That's just Dad.
0: <laughs> no, Mom is brilliant in this movie. I like Mom in this movie. Um, but I mean that that road burn looked gnarly. Like that that didn't look fun at all. No, nah, it's
1: part of the trade.
0: Part of the trade, as you would know, because you know how to pronounce it and everything.
1: Yes, I mean I've gotten road burn from falling off my bike and stuff plenty of times. So, my bicycle, <laughs> not a motorbike. After dinner, Andrew puts on Neosporin or something on Andrew's road burn with his bare hands.
0: That's gross. Well, oh, this is almost as bad yeah. as uh, as um either Allie or AJ. I don't know which one it is. Kissing that newborn cow, gross. Allie. Allie, kissing the newborn cow.
1: <laughs> I would I would kiss the newborn cow. I don't, I wouldn't put, you know, spore on someone with my bare hands.
0: Now, nah, do you remember like, that thing? It was too soft. right now. <laughs> it's organic. Organic, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so Andrew says this whole roadburn injury wouldn't have happened if she wasn't a girl. I think it wouldn't have happened if they weren't all sexist, but okay.
0: Yeah, it wouldn't have happened if the guys on the trail didn't in- uh, intentionally push her off of it.
1: Yeah. Andrea talk takes this all to heart, though, and she looks, at her m- she looks at her hair in the mirror. Well, that's definitely getting chopped off scene, Michael.
0: It's got the Mulan scene, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> the next day, Andrea is posing as her brother in the motocross shop with her freshly cut hair and wearing the same outfit that her brother is currently wearing. Does he normally have duplicate clothing in his closet and... I guess, is it because they're twins that they decided to accidentally wear the same outfit?
0: I mean, here's the other thing, though. I feel like she's going to the store, right? She's going to pick up some boots, right? That's all she's going there for. Mm -hmm. Why does she have to be her brother to go pose as a man picking up boots? You know what I mean? Like, she didn't have to be her brother. She could have just been a generic guy in the store.
1: Generic guy in the store or picking up boots for her brother.
0: There you go. But I get it. This was supposed to be a fun scene in the movie.
1: Yeah, I guess, but whatever.
0: Just an unnecessary hurdle that Andy put in front of herself.
1: I agree. So Andrea goes up to the guy at the counter, Jimmy. They engage in bro talk, but Jimmy points out that he must have teleported over here because they just got off the phone. Well, he got off the phone with the real Andrew and Andrea left before Andrew did. However, just as she leaves the counter, Andrew actually walks in. So he must have, in fact, or he
0: hobbles in on his teleported crutches.
1: or apparated over here. <laughs> That's right. Busted, Andrew. Yup. Like, why are you going to make a point that, like, you just got off the phone with him and then he shows up immediately?
0: Yeah, remember, they didn't have all these cell phones everywhere, you know? So maybe they just live right next door.
1: Not possibly, but either don't have that line or have them, like, see each other as they're both trying to exit. I don't know.
0: I'm just trying to figure out how Andrea got there. Can she drive? No. Mom didn't drive her.
1: So many questions this scene left me with.
0: So so many more questions than answers. That's what I'm getting from this.
1: Yeah, and I have more. (laughs) Andrew in his crutches goes up to Jimmy, and Jimmy is super confused because he wasn't using crutches a second ago. Andrew says he must have been using air filters with the windows closed again. And Jimmy is like, yeah, what? What's with the air filters?
0: Maybe he's like, maybe he's like huffing paint. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I guess. So Andrew goes to the bathroom while Andrea, in disguise, goes to the counter with the boots she wants to buy. Jimmy's freaking out because one second he has crutches in the sec- and the next he doesn't. <laughs> he tries to check his glasses when Andrew and his mom show up to the counter while Andrea runs off to hide. Jimmy again is flustered and says the boots are $300. Andrew obviously is not the one who wants them, so he goes to put them away. When he notices his sister, this leads me to another question. How did Andrea expect to get away with paying for $300 boots? That's insane.
0: She's got 300 bucks burning a hole in your pocket. I don't understand. Do you not know. But those are some expensive boots. My goodness, $300.
1: Yeah, no thank you. So Andrea's hiding in the changing room, and Andrew just opens the door expecting it to be her.
0: Bold. Okay, but
1: like, what if it wasn't? Yeah, she like answered back saying something like, Um, it's, like, I'm in here, or whatever, she said. But, like, how do you know it was her pretending to be a dude?
0: That was very bold of him. Yeah. To assume that was her. (laughs)
1: Yeah. So, Mom is looking in the mirror nearby, and can see all of her kids in the mirror staring at her. She turns around to see if she could, if she really saw two Andrews, and fake Andrew is gone. However, at 22 minutes exactly, you can see both twins in the mirror, while Mom is looking behind her. So it's impossible for Andrea to, be, to have avoided being seen by her mom.
0: Uh, you know, it was Wine Wednesday for mom. She wasn't exactly all there, you know?
1: <laughs> Come on, Disney, do better. <laughs> <laughs> well, she had, she had to have driven there. Andrew can't drive.
0: It's Wine Jason Wednesday for mom.
1: No. Commercial fade to black. Andrea is walking around the house in a robe and bath towel over her hair, over her hair so she can hide her haircut. Mom admits dad hasn't called yet, so she hasn't told him that the race got moved yet. Well, geez, how is he supposed to know then? It's your fault for not checking in with your family regularly.
0: Yeah. What's it been, like a week now? I have no idea. Who's to say?
1: Younger brother Jason is out working in the garage, but mom tries to get him to come clean about why everyone is acting weird. you know, you always have to go for the younger sibling.
0: Yeah, he's the most vulnerable. Mm-hmm. All you gotta do is offer him some ice cream and he'll tell you everything.
1: Yep. Very early the next day, Jimmy drops off the boots Andrea wanted. Jeez, you made him come from town at what like five am and he's taking you somewhere? That's pretty ridiculous, or he's just a really good friend so the, yeah i don't I don't think he, I don't think he's just down the street because they made a big deal about going into the city earlier. yeah, so I'm assuming that's where his shop is
0: yeah, definitely, so he, hes he's just a really great friend apparently albeit probably legally blind.
1: Yes, because you can't tell the difference between the twins. So, guess Jason did spill the beans last night because mom catches them outside and tells Jimmy to go home. Back inside, mom says they need to go to the salon to see what can be done about her hair. Because, you know, girls can't have short hair, Michael.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, but what does she expect them (laughs) to do at the salon? Just pull on it real hard and hope that it grows? (laughs) Like, I don't know. Extensions? Oh, no. No.
1: But also, like, it's not her mom's hair. It's Andrea's hair. She can do whatever she wants with it.
0: And honestly, she kind of rocks that short hair, so I wouldn't worry too much.
1: Yeah. So Jason asks why Andrea can't race, and mom says it's because girls don't race motorcycles with boys. It's just not done.
0: Are we sure? Okay, boomer. (laughs) Okay, boomer.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thankfully, Jason has been learning about women's rights in school, (laughs) conveniently, for this movie, and says, today there aren't any jobs that a woman can't do. And Andy is just as good as those other guys.
0: Good for Jason. Firmly cementing himself as the best character in this movie.
1: I really love Jason. <laughs> yes. Such a pure bean educating his mother about women's rights. Yes. Mom sends Jason off and starts to think as she just stares out the window and other, just stares at other places. She just stares. <laughs> After a good thought, she goes to the garage to, do- to her daughter and asks if she really wants to race. Andy says she really thinks she could win, and Mom is sold. They leave for the race hours after they probably should have already been there, and Mom says they're going to, they're going to save the family. <laughs> is this about money or pride? Because they never really say. They just keep going on about the family possibly crumbling, and the need to save it. So
0: Who knows? But again, whose fault is this? Dad quit his job just to rely on his son to win them money.
1: And I suppose his mother doesn't work either.
0: Yeah, seems like it.
1: Interesting. That's a lot of pressure.
0: Yeah. And did you see the house that they had? Come on. <laughs> Disney Channel's given me unrealistic standards.
1: Should I start comparing Disney Channel houses now?
0: <laughs> no, I don't think. I'll
1: finish I'll everything before your dad
0: list. Out. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> this week showed us there's a reason why the decom dad list didn't come out yet. Okay. I have to add a new tier. <laughs>
1: So, they get there so fast that Andy forgot to take off her nail polish, and a guide notices while she's checking in. And Andy makes some technical excuse on how it helps her ride, though. And then, while prepping her bike, she gets her first glimpse of hunk motocrosser Dean Talon, who sees her staring and waves back. Ooh.
0: Hunk motocrosser.
1: I mean, howdy, Lavani with a swimmer's body. What do you want me to say? Oh, no. Meanwhile, Mom is doing her nails in some rando asks, if she could do hers, because she broke a nail.
0: Of course.
1: Does mom have extra nail extensions or something? like?
0: I didn't, well, okay, so like, I thought that she was just coming over to like, use her supplies. I didn't know she, I didn't like, think she would expect mom to do her nails for her. <laughs> no, it's like, oh, I see you've got nail supplies. Let me use them real quick. No, no, no. She goes, do my nails for me.
1: No, she's like, can you do it?
0: That she didn't even tip.
1: Yeah, like, okay. Oh, It's race time, and Andy gets and Andy gets stuck at the starting line and starts pretty behind. She catches up a bit, but gets knocked off the track by some guy again. Then finishes last. Andy is pretty upset, but when her and her mom get back to their tent, a ton of girls are lined up wanting their nails done by mom too. Did mom bring an entire manicure kit or something? Because that's a lot to ask for. There's so many
0: girls. Bunch of leeches.
1: Seriously, a bunch of leeches. But this is a way to make Andy look like a chick magnet to the other guys, though, which Dean notices. He also really seems to notice the owner's daughter, you know, the owner of whatever contract he has, and won't stop noticing her, even though she's apparently out of his league. <laughs> he even falls over while staring at her, and his friend suggests he go talk to Andy for some girl advice, since they don't seem to have any issues over there.
0: Yeah, clearly Andy knows what's up.
1: Clearly the next race, Andy gets knocked off her bike and probably ends up in last place again. And the next next race, Dean wins while Andy sits out. With all the racing done for the day, it's time for Andy to struggle to put her bike back in the truck, causing Dean to come and help. He teases her for the nail polish because race secrets don't stay secret for long, but is also super nice to her while Andy is upset about losing so bad. And Dean, of course, just assumes that Andy is Andrew.
0: Exactly. So I guess her disguise is working. Hmm. Even that close up, you know? <laughs> Even though her voice is very clearly a woman trying to sound like a man.
1: <laughs> very clearly. Maybe they should have just had like a, you know, an actress that had like a deeper voice. Whatever. Maybe. So some of the nail polish girls wave by to Andy and Dean is shocked because they're so much older than them. Andy says that she can just relate well to girls. I mean, you know, because she's a girl, but Dean just doesn't know that.
0: He speaks their language. You know, because they're so foreign.
1: Yes. Dean invites her to his semi while mom reads the rule book. I feel like that might come in handy later. Yeah. But we'll Hold on to that. Yeah. They run into the girl Dean likes, Farron, and Andy is able to name the perfume she is wearing.
0: A bit spot on there. Wow. Way to blow your disguise.
1: <laughs> Dean admits to his crush on her and wants to strike a deal with Andy. If Andy helps Dean with Farron, Dean will help Andy win. With, you know, with motocross.
0: Hey, you know what? Whatever works.
1: Yeah. And he rejects the deal at first because she doesn't think she's gonna be able to compete again because of a family thing, you know.
0: AKA Dad coming home and ruining her life. Yep.
1: She goes back to mom who just got off the phone with said dad. He still hasn't found a special European rider, and mom still hasn't told him that the race got moved. And well, already happened with Andrea. How did they contact each other?
0: Good question.
1: Where is this phone? <laughs>
0: I don't. I don't know. I mean, it, it's for the best that mom didn't tell dad about the race, though. I mean, but clearly she understands that this he would ruin everything. So my question is, why is this mom still with this dad?
1: Very good question.
0: One of them is so much cooler than the other one.
1: I guess it's similar to Johnny, um, tsunami Johnny Kapahala. The mom was like, "Yo, you're not who I fell in love with. What the heck?"
0: No, 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 no. You see, the dad and Johnny Kapahala. All right, Mr. Kapahala. He <laughs> was just a dad who thought he was doing what was best for his child. You know, keeping him safe, providing for his, his future, right? Mm-hmm. This dad was completely basing his reactions and his thoughts around the, the main character's gender. It's very different.
1: Okay, fair. I look forward to your thesis about home Dads later.
0: I'm adding a new <laughs> tier. <laughs>
1: right, I just, I, again, I just want to know where she got this phone. If she had a cell phone, I don't know.
0: For a struggling family, if they have a cell phone in 2001, they must not be doing too poorly.
1: <laughs> so mom admits, mom admits her mom once made her quit on her dreams and she doesn't want to do the same to Andy. So Andy goes back to Dean to agree to the deal. Dean says they will start training now. So after the tournament, they just use the track. Is that allowed? Plus, aren't they tired? What?
0: A lot of good questions here, Kelly. But you know, you know, Andy. She's always down for a challenge. Yes.
1: So they get a bit off the track, so Dean can teach Andy how to adjust to different terrains. When she eventually gets knocked off the track again, you know, or, or something like that. They ride to a lake, and Dean is like, "Come on, take your shit off. Let's go in." Uh.
0: What? Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. <laughs> also, again, major Mulan vibes. Yes. I don't know about this Shakespeare fellow, but uh, this is very similar to Mulan. <laughs>
1: Andy objects and Dean is like, you're such a girl, which makes Andy push Dean in for that insult. And Andy goes in the water herself in full gear. They start joking around in the water and commercial fate to black.
0: And she really thought her way through that problem. Let me just jump in in my full gear, which is probably expensive and now ruined because I jumped into a lake.
1: Yes, those $300 boots. Yeah, so. Also, I suppose mom was just reading the rule book the whole time while they took their time to come back. Like, she's just, you know, just waiting.
0: She's training for a career as a uh, motocross official. guess so. It's time invested.
1: <laughs> Back at the hotel, Andy runs into Farron, purposely to casually bring up Dean to her. Turns out she's not very interested in him or motocross guys in general. So next day, or whenever, Andy is hiding in the, trunk from, in the truck from Dean, but he finds her anyway. Andy ends up admitting to Dean that Farron just wants some rich dude obsessed obsess with her. So Dean is upset. But luckily, we'll still help Andy with her riding. Andy's so happy, she gives Dean a big hug, and Dean is like, just high-five me. What?
0: Yeah, bro, they can't see us hugging. (laughs) We're not allowed to have emotions.
1: No, bros don't hug.
0: Bros don't hug.
1: Dean's training really pays off, because next race, Andy finishes seventh and not last.
0: That's a big improvement.
1: Yeah. Later at the hotel, Andy runs into Dean. Dean is brooding over Farron, and as much as it hurts, Andy, she just wants him to be happy.
0: Oh boy, borderline depressed because this girl that he didn't even speak to, like well, this girl that he didn't even ask out, rejected him.
1: Yeah, men. Andy continues to do well, and Mom accidentally writes "you go, girl" on her sign, which is really funny.
0: They are all very uh, fast and loose with this whole "I'm I'm a girl pretending to be a guy" thing. They're making some very blatant slip-ups.
1: Anyway, in an act of super selflessness, Andy gives away her in sync tickets to Dean for him to take Farron. To take it a step further, Andy gets Farron to wait in the lobby so Andy and Dean can have a fake conversation about Andy not wanting to go to the concert, leaving the option for Farron to go instead, which of course works because DCOM.
0: Works because DCOM. I mean, this is a pretty brilliant plan on Andy's part, but i gotta wonder like did she win these tickets were they free to her or did she just spend like hundreds of dollars to hook this guy up with this girl i also
1: want to know that but at the same time whatever happened to andy's friend that she invited
0: to go that's a great question
1: she's like hey those tickets i offered you and i couldn't go I, never mind
0: yeah also what like it and it's like andy's entire life outside of motocross ended when motocrossing started because like We don't hear a peep about cheerleading again, her friend is gone, all that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, and like, is this the summer now, or what?
0: Yeah, is she missing all this school? I don't know.
1: No idea. I just know that she's somewhere at a hotel. (laughs) Yeah. Or far enough that she has to get a hotel. Another big win at the race later, and Bob and Andy run into Dad, who insists they go back home.
0: Oof. Of course he made it to ruin the day.
1: Andy is crying while Dean comes to brag about how much fun he had with Farron. Dean notices she's crying and tells her he she, she needs to suck it up because it would be really bad if the other guys saw.
0: No emotions, Kelly.
1: Mm-mm. But what well, he tells her in a nice way, looking out for her, not in a I personally think you're a baby type of way, so slightly better. The family goes all the way home, not sure how far it is, but apparently it's like at least a few hours.
0: Yeah, it, it must be if they're spending the night over there.
1: Mm-hmm. Dad is giving Andy a lecture about how dumb she's being, and I suppose she was tired of being all covered in dirt because now she's cleaned up and wearing makeup to sit around the house.
0: There she goes. Interesting. It's all a facade.
1: <laughs> Dad's worried about being the laughingstock of the racing community if people find out his daughter is racing pretending to be her brother. Okay, if that's what you're worried about, cool.
0: Of course, that would make him the laughingstock, yes.
1: Mm-hmm mom stands up to dad thankfully saying andy is just as good as the boys and it's a bit hypocritical that he's willing to let andrew take the risk of racing and not andy well yeah hypocritical and sexist
0: yeah a whole bunch of things finally someone's calling dad out for this
1: finally indeed
0: of course jason can't call him out for it though because he doesn't understand the word hypocritical
1: The next day, the doorbell rings, and it's French dude. And it's a French dude named Rene who kisses Andy's hand. She says we have enough Tupperware and slams the door in his face. <laughs> now, I I can't tell if he's French in real life on the internets, but he is a singer for Postmodern Jukebox, and his name's Michael Cuneo. So, that's pretty cool.
0: That is pretty cool. I liked them back in the day. What a crossover.
1: Yeah. So, it turns out Rene was the European racer that I had hired to replace Andrew lame
0: again you know dad was worried about money but yet he flew all the way to europe to find this guy to pay him to race for him
1: Could have saved save so much money with andrea but whatever later andy finds renee sitting in her bed because he needs to sleep in a west-facing room so the sun doesn't wake him up bro wear an eye mask
0: stupid also
1: shouldn't he be awake before the sun to get ready for training i hate this guy and i hate i hate the dad who allows this to happen
0: I hate all of those, and the way that the dad just tries to, like, tries to mansplain it to, to Andy, like, like trying to, like, rationalize what's going on here. No, it's okay that he's taking your bed. You can sleep on the floor. It's fine. Like, it's not I, rational I at all. Can't stand this man. And, and again, his little, like, his little vocal mannerism saying, okay, after everything he said, I, I can't.
1: Hate him. After some snooping, Andy finds info on Renee in a magazine, and she informs her brothers that he was kicked out of the European League for unsportsmanlike conduct, because, you know, he's a jerk.
0: Yeah, jerk is an understatement.
1: (laughs) Speaking of the jerk, he shows up demanding changes be made to the bike and refuses to let the younger brother Jason do it, even though he's a better mechanic than Andrew.
0: Just to be a jerk, again, like, that's the only reason why.
1: Yeah, the next day, Renee messes up his bike and was the And was the tournament they were just at over, or is there a few-day break? I have no idea what's going on. Hard to tell. But what I do know is Renee is the absolute worst.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Because he ruined the bike and then blamed uh, Andrew.
1: Yep. While Andy is cleaning in the kitchen, Renee says she's found where she's most useful in the family. And I personally would like to hit that guy so hard, but Andy at least sprays him with water.
0: And it's so in-your-face, you know? Like, just so so sexist. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. This is, like, Hallmark-level stuff, not decom stuff. Come on.
1: What do you mean? This is actually really, like,
0: realistic. I don't... Yeah, but for a decom.
1: I mean, decom has to be realistic at some
0: point. I don't like this kind of stuff. mm
1: <laughs> Some point later, they are finally back at the tournament, and, and Andrew goes this time, so Andy is there looking like her feminine self, so she can't exactly talk to Dean normally no so when Dean walks over while holding hands with Farron Andy gets Andrew to talk while wearing his helmet as she hides behind him but Andrew ends up introducing her anyway as Dean just stares confused and intrigued like you know if you saw Andrew as Andrew you'd be like you look different what you're not Andy
0: yeah because they're not that similar looking nope But also, like, she couldn't even put on, like, some sunglasses or a hat just to, like, try to make it a bit less conspicuous, you know?
1: Nope. Just out in the open. Luckily, Andy points out that they look alike because they are twins. And then Farron drags Dean away. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, you might be confused. We are, we're twins. (laughs) Is that supposed to, you know, justify how similar they are?
0: For sure. Yeah. Whatever they gotta do, whatever works.
1: So Renee wins the next race after he knocks the second place biker off his bike. Because, you know, aggressive driver.
0: Yeah, is one like driving.
1: Mm-hmm. And he wanders off to see what Dean is doing, even though she's supposed to be low-key, and ends up giving him advice on how to repair a bike.
0: Just sowing those seeds, you know? Waiting for the future.
1: Mm-hmm. She then catches Renee talking to Dean's boss and confronts him about it. Dad walks up and doesn't believe his daughter. Michael, this this dad needs to be like the bottom of the bottom of the bottom of the DCOM tier
0: list. Oh, oh, there's there's about five tiers between him and the next closest <laughs> dad, Kelly. Don't worry.
1: Mom confronts dad again, telling him he's making a huge mistake with Renee and he is in fact trash. Dad goes to find Renee and conveniently he is arguing with Andy and pushes her.
0: He shoves this girl.
1: Terrible. Dad finally comes to his senses when he like sees an act of violence towards her, live with his own eyeballs, and fires Renee on the spot. Then he apologized to Andy and lets her race. I mean, I really have no idea how the wor- the rules work, Michael. One minute you can have an alternate race for you, and the next you can be back in the tournament. Okay, I guess.
0: Apparently it's all willy-nilly. It's a free-for-all.
1: Yep. Wait a second now. Renee is working for Dean's boss and has his armor on Farron? Seriously, like, what are the rules? Everything is messed up.
0: Life moves fast in the world of motocross racing, Kelly. What can I say?
1: Yeah. Dean goes up to Andy and asks if the sister is dating anyone, not realizing he is talking to her.
0: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> Andy reminds him he already has a girlfriend, and he says, Turns out they don't have anything in common, and she likes French guys. Dean, they were just holding hands, like, what, a few hours ago? These people work fast. Andy says she'll think about it, and maybe they can work out a deal.
0: Another deal.
1: Obviously, this means Andrea, Andy, is in disguise again. Yeah. It is race time, and Andy is now up against Renee. Really, none of this sounds legal. Are contracts not a thing?
0: Clearly not.
1: <laughs> anyway, at the starting line, Andy notices more guys are wearing green nail polish, assuming it is Andy's secret helper. Wow.
0: That's kind of a funny thing to see, though. You gotta admit.
1: It does not do anything for
0: your bike. Like... Pfft. A little bit more aerodynamic, maybe?
1: It can't help your grip or anything. During the race, Renee knocks Andy off the course, of course. Classic Renee. Eventually, Andy catches up and is neck and neck with Renee for a while until he knocks himself off the course in a failed attempt to push off Andy again. Because, you know, Andy saw it coming and was like, I oh, no, I'm
0: going to break. See, she learns. She learns from the, the, the past and she knows to get out of the way this time.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she knows how he braces. Andy wins, and Renee is such a sore loser that he outs Andy as a girl in front of the entire crowd. Yikes. The family admits to the swap and Dean is so upset that he was tricked. Like, in front of everyone, he's like, what? How could you? Like, oh, okay, like, let's not make this more of a scene. Can we just, like, go to the side?
0: (laughs) Hey, man. Control your emotions.
1: (laughs) Yeah, control your emotions.
0: You're not allowed to do that.
1: (laughs) And then Dean's Boss chimes in and demands she be disqualified for being a girl. And mom steps up to flaunt her rule book knowledge that I knew would come into play soon.
0: Yeah, we knew she was doing it for a reason.
1: Mm-hmm. And mother announces to the crowd that she is allowed to race and she never registered under her brother's name. She registered under Andy, which is both short for Andrew and Andrea. Now I see why they named their twins so similar. They knew this would help one day.
0: Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant.
1: I'm like, oh my God! let's give him the same nickname.
0: That's a lot of forethought on, on Andy's side here.
1: Mm-hmm. Andy is declared the first female winner, and a woman representing the sponsorship announces Andy is, in fact, getting the sponsorship, and the whole family will be as well. Nice. Wow, Michael, this is what the dad wanted from the very beginning. Look at that. Look at that. It's so simple.
0: Almost as though the solution was in front of him the entire time.
1: Yeah, could have saved so much money going to Europe if he just knew this, knew this yeah. Could have. Sometime later, the mother announces that they can use their money to hire another racer for a different division and she wants Annie to meet him. Turns out, Michael, it's Dean! Ooh. I remember being so happy at this reveal. Yeah. One of the only things I remember about the movie. Annie tells Dean he has to earn the job by winning in a race against her, and the movie just ends with a freeze frame of the two of them racing? It just ends. Well, that's it? You leave me hanging on a stinking freeze frame, Disney? pathetic
0: this well this is back in the day where every d commented on a free i know
1: scooter. but it's just like you got me so happy for a second and then like it just the resolution was you got to see a second of them racing that's it
0: they were, they were already at an hour and, a, and 29 minutes kelly they couldn't push it
1: i guess not whatever <laughs> well michael what'd you think
0: kelly i hated this movie I really Really? hated this movie. I couldn't stand this movie solely because of the Like, really, really because of the dad. Like, a lot of the other stuff, like, in the sport, I was okay with. But the dad, I just couldn't stand. And every time he was on screen, I hated him. And, like, it was just, it was difficult to watch just because of him specifically. I like racing. You know I'm a fan of, like, Formula One racing. I like watching these things go around in circles and worrying about who's going to come in first place. I like that kind of stuff. So the sports aspect didn't really bother me. It was really the dad and then Renee when he came in. But I was okay with admitting that Renee was the villain here. But truly, in this movie, like, I feel like in this one, more than any other decon that we've seen so far, the dad was the villain of the movie. And I, 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 it made me hate it, honestly. Wow. Hard to watch.
1: I mean, yeah, I, I too despise the father and Renee, but I liked that Disney tried this out. Like, hey, girls yes you will be ridiculed and challenged but guess what you can play and you can win
0: oh yeah for sure no that that's cool right that that's cool and and i i liked that <laughs> kind cool. of stuff in this movie and and i'm glad it, it was it was a bit of a, a representation sort of decom movie too um but it just like for me a lot of this movie just wasn't pleasant and i just you Know that that's that kind of just hampered the, the entire movie watching experience for me.
1: Mm-hmm. I get it. I mean, for one thing, I had a big crush on Dean when I was a kid, so that really helped me. That'll enjoy this do movie. it. There you
0: go. <laughs> but besides
1: that, I liked how Andy was able to beat all odds and race against the sexist society. I, mean, I really enjoyed watching it again, and my opinion didn't change much on it like a lot of our past episodes. Like, I, I felt the same, pretty much the same when I watched it for the first time, and I watched it a lot of times as a kid. That's good. Perhaps. This like also maybe my opinion hasn't changed because this one wasn't heavily flawed or super cheesy in like different ways. Like I mean yes, yeah, like the, the characters are flawed. But as in like Wendy Woo being able to just chill and meditate on her on her desk before a test, like that's just Yeah okay. Or that the monk sleeping outside their house and no one caring. Like those are just like okay, like that's that's like a kid's movie. This was, like, more of, like, a teenage movie that addressed real topics, so I liked that. And, like, motocross was pretty sexist, but someone had to break through the barrier at some point, like a lot of girls still are now with other sports, so it's still a relevant movie.
0: Yeah, I see the relevancy. I wish it
1: wasn't, but it's the truth. I see all that. It was also a sports movie, but I didn't find the sport boring or overbearing, because, I mean, I thought motocross was pretty cool, too, and more entertaining than sports like football, in my opinion. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, the green screen scenes with the actors when they were writing weren't the best, but they thankfully appeared less frequently throughout the rest of the movie. And, well, it was 2001, after all. So, for 2001, this was a good movie. Like, I didn't love every part of it, but I just, I really liked the theme that they tackled.
0: Again, my, the the overwhelming negative for this movie for me is the dad like honestly i i have so few problems with everything else in this movie it's just the dad made it unsettling and uncomfortable to watch
1: oh yeah definitely hate him but like everyone has a character like that in their life but you have to you have to deal with and overcome
0: yeah well
1: that's all i have what about you
0: yeah i think i'm a bit uh i'm I'm a bit raced out here
1: (laughs) okay well Thanks everyone for tuning in. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us your reviews so we can improve and follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DCOM Central Pod, so feel free to follow us there and wear a mask. Okay, thanks.
0: Ready? Set? Go away until next week, folks.